0: Certain Street Fighter characters have become widely unappealing for players to use simply because their ability to implement go-to strategies just doesn't come across as fun. We identify five such characters in SF5 that seem to have blown up thanks to the recent definitive update, plus Catalyst takes us on a blast from the past to recall the nightmare that was vanilla Street Fighter 4 Sagat, all on this week's episode of
1: Talking Block. All right, welcome back to another episode of Event Hub's Talk and Block. I am John Catalyst Gray, and with me as always is John Velociraptor Carrero.
0: How's it going? I have had a weird week. Can I tell you about it for a second? Because my week has had a bunch of little changes in the day to day life that has added up to me finding myself in some weird spots. So, first of all, it was my wife, Brittany's birthday. So, we celebrated her uh, 21 plus X birthday, which is always a big, important year, as you know, I'm sure. And uh, my mom, in her retirement, has been doing a lot of baking, and she's good at it. And she will, mm. she will give you a cake request for your special day. And Brittany requested this amazing Reese's Peanut Butter, uh, Reese's Pieces Diabetes Explosion cake that turned out awesome and is now in my fridge, okay? Mm. So now also, I, you can probably tell from my voice here, but I finally went through puberty. And which that, you know, brings in its changes and stuff. No. Uh, it's either puberty or it's uh, me getting through the tail end of a head cold where I haven't felt too many symptoms, but I've, I've had like congestion and Brittany's told me like 3000 times that I sound horrible. And so I haven't been going out. I haven't been going to the gym. I've been a big fat fatty over the last couple of week, over the last week, couple of days. And uh, so I've been watching more Netflix, right? And if you've ever finished a series on Netflix where it doesn't have another episode for you to jump to, it gives you three recommendations and it starts just playing the trailers of those recommendations. And I've noticed about two of them are usually like the algorithm has tailor-made something for your interest. Like, oh, you like sci-fi and action. Here's some more of the same. But one of those suggestions is usually something that Netflix knows no one is ever going to watch unless they shove it in their freaking faces. And I ended up with one of those. It's a competitive reality baking program where these professional chefs uh, chefs come together and and they have to make cake items that look like real objects okay that's What's the, the name whole of show? thing i think i've heard of this it's called <laughs> there is no spirit there is no heart put into this it is just like it's like they saw that on instagram that that was popular people like oh it looks like something else and oh it's actually a cake there's like a dog and they made a whole show out of it it's called is it cake like they spent no time if you spent two seconds thinking about this you could call it you know, real or cake instead of real or fake or something like that. There is no spirit. This is just a hollow cash grab, right?
1: So they play this, this, uh, this um, preview speaking of hollow cash grabs. Uh, Netflix, please sponsor the show, especially the <laughs> dude. It is one, it is a Netflix
0: show, and all of the special guest, uh so like like judges, are all Netflix related people like celebrities anyways the uh the star of the host of the show is um what's his name mikey day from snl which is rarely funny these days i i appreciate mikey day but he is just filled with hollow dad jokes that are sort of about cake you can tell he's just there because he's getting a check And uh, it's so bad. Like, if you were able to pull Mikey Day's soul out and cut into it, it would be cake. It's not a real soul anymore. But he's getting that check from that. So anyways, they put this preview up, and it's like 30 seconds or whatever. And there's these five podiums with beach balls on them, I think it was. And you're supposed to guess which beach ball is actually cake. And so the contestants are like, you know frantically, there's always five seconds left in these reality shows, right? No matter what's going on. Oh, five seconds. And they're like, pick one, pick three, pick four. I don't know. And then they go with one. And then Mikey Day has his giant psycho knife, which he uses to cut in to find out if it's cake or not. And he's about to like, is it cake? And then it cuts to black. And I'm sitting there watching my Netflix and going, I'm not going to watch that show, but I am going to find out if that damn beach ball was cake or not. So ironically, I start watching, is it cake? (sighs) Long story short, I'm on episode four. They're like 45 Mm. minutes and it doesn't get more deep than what I just explained. It's all just, is it cake or not? But you're constantly watching this and it looks so delicious. And when I passed the point of realizing that I was no longer watching, ironically, that hurt inside, you know, It, it, it was bad. It was a bad realization. Johnny Cash started playing in my head, you know. I hurt myself today. Uh, it was it, So what do I do, right? In my sadness and my self-depreciation? I walk to the fridge and I get Reese's pieces, diabetes explosion. I bring it to the couch. I don't even cut a piece off. I just take a fork and start going into it. So the next time I the next time I come up to it, I can just see that I've just crudely just been eating directly off of the cake. So um, it's been a weird place that I've been in. But that brings me to what I want to talk about this week, and that's the five biggest Street Fighter character glow ups that we've seen
1: since the patch. John, does this segment have anything to do with cake? No, if not, I'm gonna be disappointed. No, and uh-huh. we can. I'll <laughs> put a timestamp in <laughs> if you want to edit my uh, edit
0: through my uh, my scrub through my sadness cake stuff. But uh, I just wanted to share with you guys that's where I'm at. So if you've been watching uh, whatever the stupid cake show is, let us know. How you've been roped into that. But yeah, let's get into it here. Uh, please, right. before, like, before, comment, yeah, subscribe. Yeah, that good yeah. stuff. Tell us what yeah, your favorite kind that. of cake is. And yeah. um, so so. what do I mean by the biggest Street Fighter glow-ups? Well, 5 just went through his definitive patch. And <clears throat> what I'm trying to, to capture here... Are characters that have been traditionally seen as uh not fun enough maybe not worth it or or tragically underpowered for what they should be and now with these buffs that capcom seems to have like they've they've been afraid to buff characters in certain ways and it seems like they've took a little bit of the restrictor plate off recently so characters that are, are now more alluring more appealing to play and um and, and this is not a conclusive list. Like I there's probably more than just these characters that I've come up with, but I, I think I have some good arguments for them. And another thing I want to keep in mind too is the popularity on CFN. Now, the patch rolled out four days before the end of March. And now we have the March numbers for how how popular characters are in ranked, casual, and in battle lounges, right? and if you look at the, there's some significant changes that we don't normally see and the patches only influence the final 4 days of this month long sample so we're going we don't even see the whole picture yet but if this is any indication already we're seeing evidence of player or of characters becoming more appealing for players to use uh, because it feels like their risk reward is a little more balanced so um, this isn't the biggest winners but there might be some overlap and i'm going to start with probably the most prominent obvious character here he was in the banner his name's alex and alex has long been the tragically underwhelming hero that people have still wanted to play he was in february 15th overall which is still really popular for a perceived low tier character right but he's jumped up four spots and in march he was the 11th most popular character so man you can tell there's a lot of hype around alex and surely we've seen it all over the place um you know people posting like oh alex can do this now and there's a lot of excitement for him so he's got a lot of people rooting for him already but what was frustrating about alex before And, and john before i jump into it did you have any uh you know opinion
1: on what was wrong with alex before He he just, his tools didn't work well with each other. Um, He was based around such hardcore robbery and a lack of Okazemi and a bunch of other things that like grapplers typically have. Alex did not have that. Mm -hmm. And it was just, it was pretty much like go ham, uh, hope for the best and do a lot of lariats and you might win. Now, right. You probably won't win, but you might win. And, and it that works always...
0: some of the time, but you don't feel like you can have any kind of strategic game plan that's gonna be more consistent. I was talking to Majin Tenshin, Tenshinhan, who doesn't play the game almost at all anymore, but he was an Alex player when he did play, and he said like it felt like the character had no neutral or or like such poor neutral that it was really hard for him to get close where he wants to be as a brawling grappler type. But even when he was there, he couldn't take advantage of it. You know, if he did mm-hmm. any power bomb, he was done. He was he didn't get Oki and Now you had to get back in with his less than optimal tools so capcom attended to a lot of these things and we've talked about the particulars and the patches and such uh and and that's prominent we'll link up the patch notes and everything here but what they essentially did was they made it so that once he is in he can stay in for longer his combos as they put it are denser and so when you get there and you start to actually go crazy on your opponent it feels like you're doing something and uh and they've also made it so he can get a little closer a little faster with air stampede now being a better option for closing gaps you can't just freely do it and get in because you know people will will you know wiggle around that but it's uh, another option that he can now use and it's more effective so it, it feels like you can get there and once you're there you've got better combos better juggles a little better oki not necessarily off of his command grabs but off of some of his other moves and now it feels like there's more of a reward for Alex once he's got to the spot that he wants to be and i think we're seeing an allure because you know he's jumped up four popularity spots and again that influence was only on the last 4 days of the of the sample
1: yeah he, he's a pretty good character now you're actually going to see this guy place in tournament more consistently than he ever has Maybe ever, actually, because uh, mm-hmm. Alex has never placed and Alex has never been good. And now he's actually probably I think the worst case scenario is he's a mid tier character. Uh, that is the worst case. Uh, I actually think he he's probably much more around top 20 now, um, but we'll see. You know, and it's, you don't it's want Alex, him to be too to, much better as a grappler. Right. So yeah, you don't. He, he's still very robbery. He, he's one of the more robbery based characters. And that's just not a good design decision to yeah. make. But, you know, we'll we'll see how it goes. But he's definitely better. Yeah.
0: And speaking of grapplers, my second character on the list here is actually Armika. Armika was a character that was in this game back in season one, if you recall. Well, she's actually been on the roster the whole damn time. But, uh, well, let me let me kind of hone in here on what I think was the problem with Mika. Mika, like Alex, no neutral, right? The, the, the tools that she was using to get close where she wants to be, and admittedly, you don't want grapplers to just be able to breeze right up to you at all. It's hard to balance grapplers, right? But in neutral, what she was using to get in was a uh, kick, which was essentially something of a gimmick, you know, because I can change the timing and, you know, maybe you hit me out of it three times, but on that fourth time, I change up the timing, get a crush counter and I'm in. Guess what? That really sucks to get hit by, but whatever. Okay. And then she also has the uh, forward jump that she can use and then she can splash and cut her trajectory and go straight down. So if you rip a DP, you miss, Hey, she's in with a crush counter. It's great. That sucks to get hit by. Now, Mika players are using things like that. Plus, you know, just basic strategy that any character can use. You know, just trying to whiff punish and things like that. But her tools for doing so were never very good. So she relied so much on the gimmicks. And once she was, uh, you know, toned down, so she didn't have Oki, couldn't stay on you forever, and the the input lag was reduced and such. Um, the things that she was good at were taken away from her, or just were no longer very good. And what ended up happening was it sucked. To lose to Amika like that sucked even when she's bad. But then the players that are playing her still feel frustrated because they're trying to win with gimmicks and when it doesn't work, they go, "Of course it didn't work. It's a gimmick. It shouldn't like you know." And and so that's what she was so much based around um, that it's like she kind of fell out or fell out of like the public eye in some ways. Like people are just like, "Nah, I'm not gonna not gonna play much Mika." Um, so it's been a bad situation for her. But what Capcom has done. One of her biggest changes is that she now has a legitimate poking tool in her crouching medium kick because now she can special cancel that, and they added some some nerf to it as well because they, they you can see that they're afraid of it. They don't want to make it too easy for Mika to get in, but now players can use that as a more legit tool to try to counter poke and whiff punish, and then go into moves that will get her in. And if you've got yourself in in a legitimate way, that's satisfying. And on the other end, if a if a Mika counter hits or like whiff punishes you and then goes into Peach or something and is in you don't go well that was cheap you go all right my bad i got hit and now i have to
1: accept you know whatever the consequences are but that's an acceptable thing i disagree completely no i every time mika hits me i say that's a scrubby character. In <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. We could just all default to that. Um, she also got 15 frames
0: of um, her V skill with the mic, which that's another thing. Her V skill has not been a thing. She's one of the characters is like, that's not even a usable V skill in almost any way for very few situations where you're actually going to use that. But now it's 15 fam- frames faster on startup and 15 frames faster overall. And while that doesn't mean you can do it whenever, you can pull that out and use it as an anti-fireball tool and you're going to build up some v trigger pretty quickly if you've got to reuse spamming fireballs I was talking to uh, one of my buddies who plays a decent amount of Mika and saying it's a it's a fun thing to use um, and, and and you can see the results of it now and then they also gave her, her Irish whip back where if she throws you backwards you're going to bounce off and, and she doesn't get nearly as much kind of okay and, and advantage yeah. as she did back in season one but that's something and she can take you to the corner fairly quickly with it so it's it's something for her so now she has the ability to pepper in some honest solid neutral amid the sneaky BS that you know a grappler is admittedly gonna probably resort to regardless. Um and she too is up four spots. From, get this, 31st overall to 27th in popularity. So I think that that's a pretty, any character is moving up four spots, man, it's like, that's some pretty big evidence. But um, I do think that Mika has had some things tweaked about her. I don't know that she's going to be a super legit character, but I think that she's going to feel more rewarding to play if you give her another shot now.
1: Yeah, she's one of the characters I'm not very happy about her being um, rebuffed here uh, because she's before before the last couple seasons she was maybe the winningest character in the entire game uh, over Karen. Uh, It's been Karen and Mika pretty much dominating in terms of most tournament wins and just like most appearances in tournament for, you know, I think seasons one through three, Hmm. uh, maybe even four or something like that, Uh, regardless, because seasons get kind of weird here uh, with Capcom because they're like, we had like two season fives or whatever. Um, But anyway, Mika has been so far up there. I'm really scared of that character you know returning to that form because she's a grappler you don't want grapplers being high tier it is a really 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 stupid choice to make grapplers high tier because they just rob you and they it's like okay well either i guessed right and you died um or i guess wrong and i died you know and it's like when it comes down to just hardcore guesses that's not what we're here to do and, and make the make the grapplers earn that and, and if they earn it and they earn that right to make that guess then then sure Um, Mm -hmm. but Mika definitely did not have to earn it a lot. Do you uh, think she's a higher, like too high of a tier now then you're saying she could be, I, I, like I said, I, I'm, I'm having a lot of PTSD because of past seasons with Mika. I'm not Mm -hmm. saying she's that good now. Maybe she's perfect. You know, we'll see. Um, it's just, it's so, so much PTSD from that character. I don't want to see her come back. You know, it just, it's uh, it reminds me of super street fighter Four Abel, you know, and just, (laughs) uh, just a character you don't want to see up there. Yeah.
0: Well, my next character here is not a grappler, thank goodness. Uh, she's a character that I have thought for a long time is a much better character than people give her credit for. It's Lucia. Now, um, I have a video saying that I thought Lucia was top 10 last season. I still think that. But now we've moved on from that. That will never get proven one way or another. I guess we'll I'll have to hold that L that she wasn't. But... Um, I think the problem with Lucia was that she came out. People gave her a chance, and she was perceived as being not worth it in terms of the technicality, the amount that you had to learn, the the different gears that she can play in. It means you have to, you know, know more than just like I press roundhouse from this distance. I jump from here, and then when I'm close, I rub my face on the joystick, you know, or, or on the on the buttons. Um, And she's definitely not that. She's got a whole bunch of different gears that she can play in. And I think that was intimidating. People gave her a shot, but they didn't see much success with her, not enough. And then she got this kind of um, reputation that she wasn't worth it. Well, last year, Capcom gave her a handful of buffs to make her more worth it. And still people weren't down with it. This time, they've just peppered in a handful more quality of life things. And I'm saying, man, this character, she can do it. And here's why I think... um, Here's why she's alluring for those that will take the time to consider this. It is those multiple gears. She can play in a handful of different ways that makes it so that I don't think she has any legitimately bad matchups. She has ones that are better or worse, but I don't think she's got any character that she doesn't have a game plan against. She's not like a Dalsum. Uh, or or like a Zangy versus a Dhalsim where they go oh my gosh there's just this is so hard I don't have any game plan with it Lucia can stay back and play a a nuanced fireball game she can go high or low with her fireballs Um, there's a lot to to be done there Um, she can also play she's very fast on her feet has a great poke similar to Karen I almost think of her as like Karen with a fireball she can play a whiff punishing uh, uh, confirmed sort of neutral game that's very effective and they've only been given her more damage better combos better oaky as a result from that And now she's also got a stronger tool in her uh, fire spinner, which is the move she uses to kick the fireball after she's launched it, if that makes sense. That move, um, I was talking to my buddy Thrasher, who's been playing a lot of Lucia, and and we kind of hashed through it. And he's like, you can almost treat that like something of a dash punch now, like a Balrog dash punch. It's now minus four, but if you do it at the right ranges, it makes it all but just, you know, safe. If it hits, that's great, because they've buffed up her her benefits from from doing that if it hits when she's uh when she uses the light version now she's plus and uh and if it hits with the medium version now it's a knockdown where she can you know follow up and get some okie with it but if it if it it doesn't work out and you've spaced it right, fine. It also goes over lows. So here's what happens. If she's playing her pokey low forward game and you're trying to match her there, she can at any point go into this other game where she's playing with the fire spinner, which is a leaping kick attack that goes over low pokes. Oh my gosh, the the next answer. And, and if she needs to adjust from there, she can back up and throw some fireballs and make you guess. Are you going high? Are you going low? How are you getting around this? She has rushdown. She has zoning. She has footsies. She has neutral. She has amazing damage output. Um, There's a lot to know, yes. But if you learn all these things, you now have a toolkit that lets you adapt and evolve in almost any match. She's a good character,
1: man. Yeah, she, she's probably the most underrated character I think in in Street Fighter 5 right now um, I, I've, I've definitely not agreed with the top 10 placement but I do think that like people who have her at like you know bottom five or whatever are ridiculous mm-hmm. she is definitely a good character uh, how good that is that is really the question but as you said uh, her tool set is so diverse that and, and people just I think of her as like you know street rushdown she's not you, you have to learn to use those fireballs you have to learn to use her tools and people don't like to have to learn to use tools so they play bison. Nikoli and Cami, so that they can have all those tools basically automated into one or two buttons for him and you have a character like lucia who actually has to use all of her tools to be good and that is where the issue comes in but that and ceiling so, how high is
0: that ceiling it, if you master all of
1: that i think it's very worth exploring if she's the kind of character so you like you know, I think so, so too yeah, Shout out to Thrasher You and I have both played him He's a really good player uh, and, and does great stuff with Lucia uh, Then there's uh, Sevlev Cable, uh, Who's an yeah. ultimate Yeah, Savelli uh, thank you um, uh, Very good Lucia player they There's They play of very
0: others. differently That was something else yes. Thrasher points out He yeah. like, he Savelli has a very different Lucia from me And we're both seeing, you know, success uh, in, in various ways and such from her So, um, yeah. And also she's up three spots In popularity mm-hmm. from yep. number 32 to number 29 so we'll see what happens here in the next month or so when we actually get to see more a full month worth of this patch. But Lucia, man, she's, she's better than you're giving her credit for. Not just you, but everybody. Uh, <laughs> this next character I have here is the one I'm least confident in, uh, but it's Gil. And Gil mm. has been one of those characters who... Uh, A big part of why he's on this list is because he is so often regarded as not worth it. He's such a prominent example of this. It's like Gil is a boss character. We should have... A certain ability with him there should be a certain status of when he's playing that he's you know maybe not the fastest he's not zipping around like cammy but he can hold himself where he's at and he can dole out big you know damage and yeah you should he's formidable and he never re- really realized that um because he's got some unique mechanics in his um in his ability to paint you and, and hit you with retribution instead of crush counter so he's got some of the longer combos in the game very satisfying but as i spoke to dream king who plays gil um he said that the frustrating thing about him was yes those combos are there and they're cool but getting to them was too much it cost a meter in most cases so you were spending meter to try to paint the opponent and hey if they once you've done that then if they hit you well you lose your paint and you're back to square one Um, and so the ability to get to do the stuff that gil wanted to do just wasn't there enough but capcom has made him um more uh, he, he's first and foremost able to paint people better and by that i mean you know put the elemental effect on them whether it be the frost for the stun or the or the the fire for slow um gray life damage but now he can do that without using meter his um comet which was almost never used as a v skill is now a, a more legit v-skill and at least in certain matches where he can occupy the screen with a bunch of projectiles at once and the comet even if you block it it still paints you things like that are great because now he gets to skip a little bit of a step um, but it's not for free um, and another big thing about Gil is that Yurian, his brother has a lot of similar types of attacks and so they're, they're by no means the same character but i think a lot of people will see those two characters and go well they're fairly similar and urian's just one of the absolute top tiers I'm just going to play him. I think Gil suffered a bit from that, but Urian has been substantially hit now. I still think he's really good, but he's definitely not as good as he was. Maybe that opens up a little bit of breathing room for Gil as well. Um, so with all of that, Gil can Gil can throw a bunch of bullet hell stuff on the screen in certain matches. He's got some quality of life things with um, getting into his combos more easily, and then being able to do those really satisfying combos. It's like if you yeah. let Gil players do their combos, man, they're gonna they're gonna have fun, and more people yeah. are gonna do it.
1: But the retribution combos are, are devastating for Gil. He's he's um, and as you know, Dream King has told us many times, setting that up, getting the painted element is huge, um, but hard to do. Mm-hmm. And and once you get that, it changes the game completely him, And now they made that substantially easier to do. Um, and, and that's where Gil's potential is mostly unlocked. And then he's actually, this is one of the biggest things about Gil, he's mostly a fireball and projectile character, but people don't realize it. And because his fireball game is not that good. You've got idiot characters like Balrog who just negate fireballs previously with doing anything like Capcom's like every button, every move you have will negate the fireball. Good luck, yeah. um, and it, and so I, I mean I play a fireball character in this game. I understand the pain of it. Gil had it even worse, and now he actually has it a good bit better, where he can go to his fireballs. They work a little better. I wish they give him a little bit more like um, block stun, you know, um, on his fireballs, so they were more true block strings, because that would have helped him quite a bit. But. Maybe he doesn't need it. I don't know, but I do agree that he's quite a bit better now this time around. Um, he he felt somewhat incomplete before. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Capcom tried to adjust him, and this feels like a more complete version of the character. And, and Gil should always be based around his fireballs. That is what he is known as. He's got what two different sets of fireballs. Um, you know, he's got the EX versions. He's got a comet that flies down. Like this is a fireball character. This is just not a fireball game. So making that good is very hard. And, and so I, I I do think Gil's a lot better. Uh, I just not sure where I would put him just yet. Mm-hmm.
0: Well said. Um, and well, the community has put him up two spots from 16th overall popular, which is pretty damn popular for a character yeah, that, yeah, that doesn't have a lot of faith in him, at least yeah. in the tier list and such. He's up to 14th most popular overall. So some progress for Gil. And indeed, we've been seeing uh, some some decent amount of action in like clips and stuff. And that might, may or may not be overall indicative, but people are having fun with the character more. And, and I think that that's for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Another way of putting all of this would be that, you know, if a character has a few different channels that they move through you know like similar to lucia's um, um gears that i was talking about earlier but like gil wants to first paint and then get close and then do a combo stuff like that it's like characters have their paths and if there's not enough glue to attach you know plan one to plan two and you get lost in between then that sucks you can't realize your gameplay and it's demoralizing and i think mm-hmm. this last character suffered incredibly uh from that it was my former and maybe new main Nikali. i have been exploring nikali and I um, at first I was like yeah, I, I don't have a lot of faith that whatever they did is going to do too much I wrote an article about it saying like yeah it's decent um, as I've been playing him I've actually felt like the change is even more substantial Nikali, as I've said many times here he's got a lot of great tools but he never really had the glue to use those tools um, with one another and, and you know um, and supplement one another complement one another and to make his overall game plan work and indeed he's that character that like you know Punk puts in irrelevant tier and just below final tier because it's like I don't care I'm, I'm not going to play this character and so many you know people didn't he just he fell flat on his face in so many ways um, so frustrated in, in a lot of ways similar to what we said with Alex you know he's got real stubby normals and such and then his disc guidance was the main buff that, that Capcom gave him um, and they buffed it in a few ways one it actually combos from more situations he can now get jab jab discs guidance um, which is great because it starts hitting faster um, mm-hmm. instead of having to go a certain distance before it gets a Hurt, a hitbox on it um, and, and, and a few other combos as well but not only can you use it in more situations when you do use it you will get oki okay follow-up and you don't have to be in the corner or in v-trigger to do so so and Akali wants to ultimately get close to you and then devour our, right? So his first part of the game plan is, how do I get there? How do I manipulate my way there? And there's a cool game with Ground Pound, which also got heavily buffed. It's three frames faster, three frames of a shorter move all- overall. Um, that's going to be a big deal because he has to use that in order to make his stubby uh, approaches work otherwise. Um, but that's really good. But now he can play that game all the more effectively and he gets a reward from when he actually lands stuff he can stay up close to you and he can go for his damage and it's it's not similar to Alex it felt like once he hit you he had to cash in his advantage and then go back to neutral and struggle through that again and that sucked you know especially if you have a bunch of characters that don't have to do that and so um, I, I really do think that Nikali has, has gotten substantially better. Uh, maybe a little bit scary because he is a simple character to play. And as we've talked many times on this podcast, uh, he's, 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 you don't want simple characters to be too strong. We'll see. Uh, but Nikali is, is, is much sexier than he used to be. And we are seeing uh, he went up five spots yeah. from yeah. 40th to 35th. And you've mentioned that you've been running into more Nikali's online. I've ran into a Nikali online, which is a rare sighting too. Um, I think you're going to see more of this character. I'm a little bit worried, also a little bit excited because, hey, Nikali player. Yeah, um, you play him, yeah. But <laughs> I do think that Nikali is maybe the
1: the biggest glow up, the biggest glow up yet. Yeah, yeah um uh, I w- I ran across like one day I played I, I played like six different Nikali players in uh, just a single day and it, previously that would have taken me to find six nikali players about three months yeah um and it-, it is a night and day difference from what I'm seeing right now and I'm fine with it it's it- as long as he's not too good right like if he's if he's somewhere around the mid or mid high tier then that's fine uh, if he's a top tier character then they messed up you know, it, it's it's that is just a really bad design decision when you you go and do that kind of stuff. But we've also got a few other characters who fall into that category Man. with Bison and Cammy. So it's like, what do you do? You know, kind of thing. It's just kind of what this game is sometimes. And you've got someone playing checkers, and you've got other people playing chess, and it's like, all right, Capcom, like I I, I guess you you want everyone to go to Street Fighter Five a little faster or Street Fighter Six a little faster. You know, kind of thing is like pretty much what it comes down to. If, if you reward too much of the wrong things, right? But you know, we'll see what happens. We'll we'll see what goes. It's it's we've. Had Nakali be very dominant before. Um, I don't think he's that way before because you know that that three frame jab he had was insanity, insanity. Uh, he still has a three frame. Oh, jab, you mean the anti air? Because it does jab. ten more yes. damage now too. Yeah, that was a little quality yeah. life buff they gave him. Uh, yeah, so it just uh, um when that anti air that was just ridiculous because it led right into a bunch of resets for him, which you know exactly what he wanted, and it just it made him not have to focus on a huge aspect of the game, which is you know jump ins and stuff. So but I'm not they didn't I'm not terrified. Give him that. thank goodness yeah I'm I'm not terrified of Nikali this time around but as you say he's definitely quite a bit better Mm -hmm. so
0: there are a few other characters that I would definitely entertain and I'd like to hear what you guys think if there is other characters you would put on this particular list that now have been made more fun more appealing not that they're necessarily the best in the game but they are more satisfying and enticing to play and that's what you want out of your game is a bunch of characters that people are excited to express themselves through so let us know and uh and uh we can also discuss uh, is it cake in the comments if you guys want to. There's some pretty interesting, uh, pretty interesting ones there that I wouldn't mind talking to you about.
1: John is Nicole's hair cake.
0: That's how the second segment's starting right now. So now everyone that wants to know what the hell where is that's coming from, you got to go yeah, watch the it. first segment.
1: Yeah, go back to the podcast on, on Spotify and stuff and watch us there. So uh, rate us on the five stars on Spotify and also psycho crush the like button. We super appreciate it. It helps out the channel. So much, but John, we have a brand new series here today, hopefully, maybe, possibly, if it's liked enough, if people really enjoy this. It's called Crazy Characters, and we're starting with one of the craziest, Vanilla Sagat. This guy was the stuff of nightmares, one of the worst balanced characters I've ever seen. Rumor has it, John, that, that Capcom actually knew about most or all the stuff that Vanilla Sagat could do, but apparently didn't. they didn't think it would be a problem what <laughs> so they kept him intact they kept him intact for about two years counting the the original japanese uh, arcade release uh all, all the way till the vanilla release on the consoles and so there's about two years of that but john i actually want to ask you because i know you remember vanilla sagat how crazy do you think it would be in this modern era if they left a character like vanilla sagat and let her run rampant for two years what do you think people would be doing you don't think they're
0: going to nerf luke for two years
1: <laughs> you think Lucas is vanilla sagat
0: no luke probably isn't okay. as egregious as vanilla No, and that's okay. its own conversation for its own episode which i think we've already maybe had but um mm. no I, I think that that would be something that we would look at and go you're kidding me right now right like this isn't something we were going to take serious and if it if it's not attended to in enough time and it's too egregious too obvious uh, people aren't going to play the game, I think. Uh, I mean, mm. it depends on the character, right? Capcom, you, you talk about often how they, they knew Vega was just overtuned right up until before the release of SF4, and then they did something about it and, and tuned yep. him down. It's like, so they, they do have strategy there. They are aware of things, but for whatever reason, they're like, hey, and, and maybe they wanted Sagad as one of their big, you know, big brawlers that, that are at the top, but man, he was, he was too at the top, too easily. Yeah. To, uh,
1: yeah. So I, he had the nickname Sagad. Uh, that was what they called him, and he, just to, to illustrate how powerful he was, he, he got a ridiculous amount of nerfs from vanilla Street Fighter IV to Super Street Fighter IV. They actually did not do patch notes back in the day, way back then. That was just like, you got what you got, and you had to figure it out yourself. Um, but is actually, they nerfed him more than any character I can remember in recent memory. They knocked off 70 damage, 70 damage off of his heavy DP. And then his normals, uh, his Crouching uh, Heavy Kick, got a 30 damage reduction. John, have you ever seen a ner- a normal move get nerfed by 30 damage before? I mean, no. And the fact that his, <laughs> that his heavy
0: DP lost 70 damage, it did, what, 170? That's like getting close to, like, he lost almost half of the damage that that move did. And uh, and none of us were like, well, that shouldn't have happened. That was too much. And if a Sagat player said as much now, and by the way, I don't. I, are you going to bring up his his Tiger Knee loops?
1: Uh, go ahead and bring them up right now.
0: I play so before Latif played Viper, he was playing Sagat in in vanilla and. Um, I remember I mean I was just learning fighting games you know for the first time really in a, in a serious manner and Sagat had these these strings or this like loop where he could basically just go into his knee over and over again and as a block string you had to use some kind of an invincible reversal um, and and it was just absolute hell now I I could probably it probably is not as bad as I thought it was at the time but I remember that being a thing where uh, you know you just he would just go forever and if you continued to block you're either going to get thrown or chipped and the chip was no <laughs> no laughing matter there uh, but he had more than just the more obvious things you know the r- ridiculous damage output in that damn trade combo which I'm sure we'll talk about and such but he also had like knee pressure that was ridiculous and I believe they nerfed it to a degree in, in the super change
1: yeah uh, th- taking 30 damage off of a move is capcom saying we made a huge mistake a seven <laughs> foot five tall mistake that is what they made and we even have footage uh, to illustrate the dp thing we're going to put it up right up here uh this is footage from arcade infinity shots to them from way back in the day uh iron fist doing just tons of dps over and over again and the announcers are like oh it, 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 he can't do a random dp and win. he does a random dp and wins because 170 Spoiling. damage <laughs> it, it, and mixed with um, mixed with throw mix-ups, it, it's just devastating because it's like, okay, well, I could guess right here, but also if I guess wrong, I'm eating, you know, 170 damage or 150, 40 damage for the throw. And like, that's all he was doing. Like literally on the opponent's wake up, he's just like, wake up DPing them. And he actually blows through Ken's DP. Uh, Cause Ken tries to wake up DP and Scott's like, ain't having that. And, and it, it's just, it's amazing. It is a masterclass and how to F up a character from a design and balance standpoint. And I can't even believe it. And and you can
0: see by the, the footage that uh, Hugo and online Tony, those guys have gotten a lot better than from here in 2009. Oh, yeah. They're not punishing. They're doing throw punishes and stuff like that. But you're also really shook because (laughs) of what's going on, what's happening to you in the moment. So, um, but, but this was one of the biggest booms for fighting games in recent times, right? It's got a whole bunch of new players in and the new players experienced this guy at the top and like this was starting to set expectations for fighting games for so many people it's a bad look beyond just the fact that it made things competitively not as viable um this is not something that you necessarily want because it's fun to watch and yes you can get a crowd going behind you and i love that too just as much as the, the next guy it's an, it's entertaining but that's yeah. at the cost uh, the crowd is
1: the crowd is literally because this is right when Street Fighter 4 came out. The crowd is shouting because a bunch of Third Strike fans at this time and everyone thought Street Fighter 4 sucked, which is amazing, you know, to hear about it and stuff like that. But you hear a bunch of people shouting in the background Street Fighter 4, Street Fighter 4 because it's just like how much bull crap this is, how this would never happen in Third Strike and all this other kind of stuff. And it's just it's it's so amazing I, to
0: hear. And I think that, you know, Sagat's lack of ability in Street Fighter 5 has been probably a, a an offshoot or a consequence of how strong he was here. They're like, well, let's not make that mistake again. And and results is we have kind of a neutered Sagat. But
1: yeah, you know, John, I, I'm pretty sure Demon Curse it, what, actually played this guy and said he was a totally fair character. So <laughs> shout out to Demon Curse because we love you so much, man. You're the best. <laughs> uh, but John, you know what's better than a DP that does 170 damage and, and has a good amount of invincibility? A nearly full screen DP. That does 170 damage so and Kara, has a good yep. amount of it. Yeah, it, yep. Do it. You can see it here. Uh, you can extend the range nearly full screen, not full screen, but nearly enough. And, and if you know, it, and that's without a meter. That's just hey, do the command. You're good to go. Uh, and you can actually extend the meter and or extend the range in the damage by spending meter. You didn't have to, but you could. So it's it's just like hey, Sagat kind of sees you going, and, and we'll put this up up here as well. The um so uh what's even better than a car DP. Uh, that, you know, you see your opponent doing something, you just like blow right through it, kill him, right, and stuff like that. Akara DP into Ultra, because Sagat had that too. He needed that, John. The developers are like, you know what? Sagat doesn't have enough options for damage here. Let's go ahead and do Akara DP into Ultra. Boom. Here we go. Hell yeah. Now, are you um, talking
0: about FADCing and spending two meter? Or oh, are you no, you talking no, about no, no, the no, no. You, you literally... The- you oh, they-
1: literally juggle. Here's a, you can see the footage. Here he he does a an ex DP and he goes right into ultra. Just juggles right into it. Got to be in the corner. I mean that that's one thing. Capcom's like, hey, you know, let's 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 limit Sagat maybe a little bit. Um, and you just got to be in the corner and boom, you can do it. Yeah, so. but that DP not having
0: invincibility was actually its biggest buff, right? That heavy DP. Like- okay. All yeah,
1: right. so so good point about this now. No, so so EXDP full invincibility, right? And Sagat one of his his trademark things. He's a big seven foot five guy. Um, Ken and Ryu are known for having the invincible DPS. Sagat usually has invincibility on his DP uh, to some degree, but he doesn't have full invincibility. Um, he's you can kind of tag him out of it, but actually that this is where Capcom went completely bonkers because they actually made it where Sagat when he messed up, he got rewarded for it. They're like, you know, Sagat players, like, we don't want you to lose pretty much ever, so if you guys do mess up on your DP, go ahead and do a forward heavy kick and go right into ultra and land 600 damage. (laughs) Literally for messing up.
0: Yeah, well, when you say messing up, you mean that someone would be doing a jump in and they'd have an active attack coming down. You DP that and it wouldn't just flat, like, cleanly DP. You'd trade. Sagat would be instantly grounded and then he could kick them one more time for good measure to also set up the timing. And then go into ultra, and like you said, right six hundred damage. Six hundred oh damage, gosh. baby.
1: Yeah, yeah. And most characters had about a thousand life, so you're doing more than half of their life when you messed up. Uh, and it's just it's like, oh, Sagat's getting his butt kicked. Somehow you managed to beat Vanilla Sagat. Sometimes you manage to get around his fireballs. How often would you kind of jump stuff?
0: at Sagat? Like, it's not like he's got fireballs that are amazing and high and low and different speeds and <sighs> such. Yeah. Gosh, when would that ever happen? <laughs>
1: Um, so it it is one of the the other things that that they give him speaking of his amazing fireballs this is EX fireball you could actually throw an EX fireball full screen to see if it hit and then go ahead and throw another one because it will juggle with it right afterwards and so it's like literally just repeating and spamming the same move if you saw it hit so it's like well okay you know do you guys want to exercise maybe a little bit of like you know variety or you know other stuff maybe not give him every advantage but they're like no 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 he needs this this is what this is uh, yeah well he didn't
0: uh, have angry scar at the time he got angry scar is yes. a buff going into super because i think they they hit him everywhere else so
1: yeah they well they nerfed his tiger uppercut damage and then they wanted you to you know have to actually do something to earn that you know back and so the angry scar would buff the the damage maybe give you more invisibility. lord knows it's one of those things but but john that that trade into ultra we were just talking about yeah. is literally one of the stupidest things i've ever seen in fighting games mm. literally i i mean this is a game that had rufus and Yun, and yet and even then but you've Akuma Infinite's Unblockables. <laughs> and yet, even then. I, I actually have to ask you, how much did you play the game back when, when, when Vanilla Sagat was kind of going? I like, started I, playing I in oh nine.
0: And mm-hmm. um, I played primarily with Driftwood, and that was, like, a lot of Ken and then eventually, like, go Goken. But I also played a lot online at the time, and, all, you know, online's online, especially back in 09. But I remember running into the most Sagats there, and, and it felt like all of them could do that. You know, the whole trade into Ultra um, anti-RDP thing, uh, that was very commonplace, even at the levels that I was playing at at the time. So, uh, and, you know, I was getting better and better and, and still seeing it at every step of the way. So it was so Prominent. I saw that a lot. And uh, when I started actually going to my local community, everyone there who was a little bit of, you know, there are a lot of Third Strike and traditional Street Fighter players there, and they were like highlighting just how bad that was because it's like, yeah, that was really good, but I didn't have much reference. I didn't know that, like, oh, is that not supposed to, I, mean, where, I wonder what, how my character can do that kind of a thing, you know, little that I know. Mm. Um, although, I, if I was playing, no, I would have been playing Ken at the time. I don't remember if he was all that good. I know. Vanilla Ryu was was pretty amazing. But yeah, Yeah, that game did have a bunch of stuff. Like Seth could throw a fireball on the screen and then still ultra. So if you jump the fireball, he could just ultra you. Like silly things like that.
1: Oh yeah, Seth needed it, yeah. Uh, So Sagat actually got, we talked about his DP nerfed, his fireball nerfed, uh, his ultra got nerfed, and a bunch of his normals got nerfed. And, and it was like it was it was ridiculous when we got the patch notes like one everyone was celebrating everyone was dancing in the streets they finally nerfed Sagat. thank goodness that his his reign of terror is over all this other kind of stuff um, he is one of the most nerfed characters I've ever seen again we just talked about it before. I have never seen a, a normal most normals get tweaked by like five or ten damage. that's usually what we see seeing a normal adjusted by 30 damage I don't even know if that's, like, I don't even know if that's happened in, in, in Street Fighter history. Like, it, it's, like, that is just Capcom going, oh, my gosh, wow. How, how stupid were we? And, well, and they, they adjusted it. I mean,
0: it's not a normal, but, like, they just uh, tweaked Luke's fireball, which is one of his most important tools. They tweaked it by reducing damage by 10. You know, and and that's one of their most important characters to attend to with nerfs. It's debatable on how much they did so, but one of the shots they took was reduces fireballs damage, and they did it by 10. This is 30 on a normal, so.
1: Shoutouts to Capcom and shoutouts to Street Fighter 6 because if if the Vanilla gods are coming back, maybe, uh, you know Vanilla Ryu, Vanilla Chun Li, Vanilla Luke, or whatever, and stuff like that, we'll we'll see you know which characters emerge. But like this is one of the th- reasons we talk about the crazy characters is because history repeats itself, John. I don't know if you know that, but history does repeat itself, especially if you play fighting games. And we wanted to have some fun with this. So if you guys like this series, leave us a comment, sh- uh, punch the like button, let us know, and maybe we'll be back with a, a few more here. So. Sounds fun.
0: Sounds like today's uh, theme was sugar. You know, between mm. cakes and vanilla and the, the ice cream cone got and all that stuff.
1: There you go. We're all going to get diabetes. <laughs> so, once again, y'all will be back <laughs> next week for the Vent Up's Talking Block. Uh, we will see you guys soon. Love you, miss you, Bye.